This is Chapter 3 from Alien Lords Captive. Warriors of the Lathar, Book 1, written by Mina Carter. Copyright 2015 by Mina Carter. All rights reserved. Kat hadn't had many concussions in her life, but she knew what they felt like. This, when she awoke on a large, soft bed to see a steel-beamed roof above her, was not what she expected. The fussiness and weird feeling was there, but everything else, the pain and nausea, was absent. That blessing paled into insignificance though as she realized she was being watched. In a chair opposite sat the largest man she'd ever seen. With a gasp she pushed upright and scuttled backward until she hit the headboard. He studied her, an unreadable expression in his eyes. Handshaking, she shoved her hair out of her face. Who are you? Where am I? Keeping him in her line of sight, she risked a quick look around. They were alone in what looked like a bedroom. Memory filtered back and her blood ran cold. The attack on the base, the metal monsters, robots she now realized, and, the alien who had kissed her. Him. Tarek. Say what? She blinked in surprise, attention all on him again. He hadn't moved, but only an idiot would think he wasn't a threat. Danger clung to him like a second skin, inherent in every line of his body. With those golden, slitted eyes, so odd in a very human face, he reminded her of a big cat. Would he eat her all up? He'd hit her cheeks as she pushed the thought away. He was an alien, so who was to say his idea of sex would be the same as hers? For all she knew, she could be the appetizer for his main meal or something. Tarek, he growled the word again, but before she could ask, he spoke again. It's what I'm called. Yours. Name. He wanted her name. She allowed herself a small sigh of relief. Okay, that boded well. Most people didn't introduce themselves to their meals. Then she blinked as she realized she could understand him. He was speaking perfect English. Fuck, she was so screwed. More, Kat. Sergeant. 375-Alpha-479, she replied automatically. She'd slipped up by asking him questions, Terran fleet protocol was to give out only the mandated information. He shifted, gaze still on her. Was that a hint of a smile she saw on his lips before they compressed? Your people use numbers as names, more cat. She treated him to the more look, a gift from her grandmother, and lifted a hand to check her temple. She'd fallen, she remembered the feeling of blood running down her cheek. Her fingers came away clean. Okay. My healer sorted your injuries, little more cat. Does it still hurt? She looked up to see him leaning forward, elbows rested on his knees. The leather top he wore pulled against the heavy muscle of his shoulders and arms, but it was his look that was more intimidating. Utter focus. On her. It was like being viewed under a microscope. More, Cat. Sergeant. 375-Alpha-479, she repeated, stubbornly. Alien dude might be the hottest thing she'd ever seen, even with those weird eyes and all muscled, but that didn't mean he was getting any information out of her. Really? You think I don't know a standard response when I hear it. His lips quirked again and he sat back. Amusement danced in his expression. Little human, I'm not trying to interrogate you. I'll have all the intelligence I want once my AI reconstructs your computer. Reconstruct. She allowed herself a small smile. Yeah, right? Hard to rebuild data that's no longer there. Really? No longer there. He rubbed his fingers against a jaw with just a bit of a five o'clock shadow. Now why would that be a problem? 
Your systems are ridiculously simple, it won't take the AI long to restore the destroyed data from the traces in the system. Her blood ran cold. If they could get that data back, they could locate the other bases, even find Earth. You can't, it's deleted, she whispered. I wiped it myself. Directly in the computer core. You. A female. He blinked, apparently surprised, then smiled. Do you take me for a fool? No commander would trust a female with such an important task, they are too delicate. So sexy alien was a chauvinistic asshole. He lost some sex appeal for that. Does it still hurt? He nodded toward her head, a look of concern on his face. No. What could it matter if she admitted that? Not like it was giving away any secrets. Your healer is excellent at his job. Normally I'd have a headache after a knock like that. Anger tightened his features, and she was reminded even though this chat was pleasant, he was an alien. And a kind she'd never seen before. She'd been briefed on the more primitive species the fleet had discovered in its travels, but humanity had gotten used to being the top dog in the area. Until today. I regret that you suffered an injury, he said tightly. She drew back, weariness running down her spine. With the danger that emanated from him, she didn't want to risk his anger turning toward her. Crap, was there a way out of here? Trying to be inconspicuous, she studied the room. There were doors to the left, but they were narrow and set into the walls. Perhaps closets. There was a larger door, big enough for even his shoulders to fit through, to the right. Rest assured, the pilot who caused such pain will be disciplined, he closed his eyes, lifting a hand to run through the close-cropped hair. It was all she needed. Heart pounding in her chest, she leapt off the bed and made a break for the door. A stifled yelp broke from her as she skidded and collided with the doorframe, but her flight was spurred on by the shout and sounds of pursuit behind her. She found herself in another room with a desk and bigger doors opposite. A cry already forming in the back of her throat, she hit them running and fell into the corridor beyond. Right into the middle of two of the robots. Shit, no. She twisted, trying to wriggle between them before they could stop her, but they were too quick and blocked her path. Rising to her feet, she retreated slowly, in case any sudden movement would make them attack. Her back hit something warm and solid. She froze. On a scale of 1 to 10, how dead am I? Tarek wasn't easily surprised, but his little human had managed it. He barely closed his eyes before she sprinted from the room with an unexpected turn of speed. Bellowing a warning to the bots on guard, he followed her, but she was fast, damn fast, already through the doors to his office before he was halfway across. He caught up with her in the corridor. Arms wide, she was backing away from the bots. Neither had touched her, their metallic arms spread wide to stop her escape as he'd ordered. Dead. Her words didn't make sense. Why would I harm a female? Huh? You don't hurt women. She turned, a look of surprise on her delicate features. Impatient, he waved the avatars back to their posts. Now she knew she couldn't get away, he doubted she'd try to run again. She was intelligent, unlike other species the Lathar had come across. The Unat were passive, but not his little human. That pleased him. He'd seen the flash of anger and other emotions in her eyes as she'd refused to answer him. Oh, undoubtedly her intelligence levels would be well below his, but there was a chance he might have a decent conversation with her. That possibility interested him, and if he was honest, was more than a little arousing. No, little more cat. His voice deepened, 
her presence bringing out the rougher edge, as he reached up to slide his hand into her hair. She flinched and tried to step away to put distance between them, but he had her. He cupped the back of her neck and he held her still. Calm yourself. I won't harm you. Really. She held herself rigid, subtle resistance to his touch. He whispered his thumb over her cheek. Lorne had healed her, so she wouldn't faint if he kissed her again. Try it, alien, and I'll bite your face off, she hissed, snapping her teeth together. He couldn't help the soft chuckle that escaped him. Bending his head, he touched his lips to hers. The slide of skin over skin caught him in its seductive coils, teasing his senses. Unable to stop, he tugged her closer. She put her hands on his chest, trying to push, but it wouldn't work. She was his, by right of conquest. He angled his head and demanded access with a sweep of his tongue. She held still for a moment, frozen against him. Then her fingers curled into claws, clutching for purchase on his leathers as a delicate shiver raced through her. So his little human wasn't immune to him. Pulling her flesh against him, he used his free hand to press her hips to his. The thick bar of his cock pressed against her softer belly and she gasped. He took the opening and deepened the kiss. Her taste exploded on his tongue and he groaned, resisting the urge to crush her to him and explore more fully. She tasted of genin berries and starla water, tastes of the exotic but so familiar he couldn't remember them ever not being part of his life. Her tongue brushed his, tentatively, and he paused. Waited. Was it a mistake, or had she meant that? The shy touch came again. He growled, and let the male animal free a little to kiss her again. Deeper. Hotter. Twining his tongue around hers, he stroked and teased, letting her see his passion. A glimpse of what she could expect in his bed. But this was not the time, or the place. Breaking away, he allowed himself a final taste of her lips before looking down. Her eyes were wide and dark, hazy with desire. Just the sight made his cock pulse savagely. Don't look at me that way, more cat, or we'll finish this here and now. He kissed her like there was no tomorrow. Yeah. Over my dead body. Breathing heavily, Cat pushed away and added a glare for good measure. Where had that come from? As soon as he touched her, all common sense left the building. He folded his arms, looking all intimidating and growling. You will not refuse me, little more Cat. Cat. It's Cat, she corrected him. Anything to get him off the subject of wherever that had been heading. Stepping back, she nearly collided with one of the robots. With a squeak she jumped forward again. What the hell are those things? The bots. They're avatars. Reminded of their presence, she drew closer to him. The danger he posed was infinitely different to the metal monsters. At least with him, she wasn't worried he'd rip her limb from limb. Like a physical representation of something. He nodded, a look of surprise on his face. Exactly. They're operated via a neural link by specialist pilots. Pilots. So they weren't mindless killing machines. She turned to study them with interest. That made sense. The one that had pinned her on the flight deck seemed unsure of the language. Pilots like you. She slid him a sideways glance. That he was military was undeniable, she recognized the manner and bearing. The same species as you, whatever you are. We are the Lathar. His voice rang with pride and he extended a hand to indicate she should precede him. She stepped forward quickly, moving past the creepy robots. Down the corridor was not back into the bedroom, which was good. 
Okay, she had to argue with her ovaries on that one, since all her feminine instincts were clamoring for her to climb tall, alien, and handsome like a frigging tree. And no, not exactly, he continued, falling into step beside her. Automatically he measured his steps by her shorter stride, a consideration she hadn't expected. Pilots are warrior level. I am war commander. In charge of this ship. She arched her eyebrow, detecting the note of command in his voice. Then you're not a warrior. He shot her a look, ignoring the two leather-clad men who passed them. They wore sashes as well, but in a different color to Tarek's. Not just a warrior, no. Huh? She fell into silence, wondering where he was taking her. So far, this alien attack wasn't at all what she expected. Her questions were soon answered when they reached the end of the corridor and a set of double doors opened in front of her. She stifled a gasp and spun behind Tarek. The room was filled with warriors, all with different colored sashes. Most were congregated on one side, next to floor-to-ceiling windows that looked out onto something she couldn't see from this angle. A smaller group of men stood near the glass, and as the door opened, one of them turned. His face split into a smile. Tarek. Come join us, we're studying the humans, deciding which ones we want. The chill emanating from his little human warned Tarek that Carol's comment was not popular. He watched her in his peripheral vision as they approached the group of senior warriors. Her back was stiff, like she had a support strut for a spine, and her expression so blank and forbidding that if he hadn't seen emotions playing over her face earlier, he'd have suspected humans didn't have them. He knew the instant she spotted the human females in the holding cells below. With a gasp, she rushed to the window. Below were ten cages, for want of a better word, each containing at least twenty females from the base. Just the youngest and fittest. The older ones would be shipped off and sold as servants throughout the Lath-Aryan Empire. Oh my god, what are you doing to them? She demanded, her small hands on the glass as she watched a couple of avatars stalk between the cages. The females in the cells shrank back as the bots passed, fear on their faces. She turned, pinning him with an overbright glare. Let them out. Now. Carol grunted in surprise but didn't say anything. The rest of the room was likewise silent, a fact she became aware of slowly. She looked around, her gaze darting to some of the warriors before returning to him, and her skin paled. Until they have been claimed, they will remain in the cells. His voice was quiet but firm, carrying easily. Claimed. She frowned but didn't relinquish her position by the glass. Her concern for the other females was evident. What do you mean? She knew what he meant, he knew she did. It showed in the look she shot the warriors around him, incensed and protective at the same time, and in the way she backed against the window. As though putting herself between the warriors and the females below. You're not stupid, more cat. Each female below will end up in one of my warrior's beds. Why do you think we took your base? He folded his arms over his chest. You have nothing else we want. Your technology is primitive, I'm surprised you got out of your own system, and your military capability is laughable. We didn't need half our combat bots to break your base wide open. She shook her head, but he carried on anyway. You're females, little human. That's what we were after. A prize more precious than jewels or rare minerals and ores. He stalked toward her, not paying attention to the other warriors in the room. This was between them. She backed, pressed against the glass, but he didn't stop until he could feel the heat of her body against his. Tucking his fingers under her chin, he made her look up. 
you are ours, you all belong to the Lathar. The quicker you accept that, the happier your lives will be. Her skin was still pale, but her eyelids fluttered down as she dropped her gaze. Approval rolled through him. She knew her place already. This was good, perhaps these humans would integrate quickly and easily into Latharian society. Such a boon he hadn't expected. Most new species had to be broken and retrained. Females are prized in our culture. All of you will be treated well. Yeah, as long as we fuck on command, right? She lifted her head and enmity glittered in her hard gaze. He had less than half a second's warning. Her hand shot out and she slapped him across the cheek, the sharp crack ringing through the room. A gasp followed, several warriors taking a step forward, hands on their weaponry. He held up a bald fist to stop them, struggling to contain his anger. No one struck a war commander, not if they valued their lives. I've been patient with you so far, Kat. Leaning in, he invaded her personal space, voice low and dangerous. But do not push me. Believe me, you and your females are in a much better position than if another species had found you first. The Kryn, for example, view the flesh of other races as somewhat of a delicacy. He reached out to run a finger down her arm where the fabric of her uniform was torn away. I can only imagine what they would make of such soft skin. They'd hunt your kind into extinction. She shivered, biting her lip, her skin even paler than it was before. He knew he was scaring her, but he had no reason to conceal the facts. The truth of the matter was that her species would be safer with the Lathar as their masters. At least then they would survive as a species rather than become a fading memory on an interstellar menu. Looking up, she met his eyes. So we prostitute ourselves for protection, is that it? Something in her dark gaze struck at his heart, an organ he'd thought shriveled and empty long ago, and he reached out to stroke a thumb over her cheekbone. It doesn't have to be that way. Your females will get a choice in the claiming, on one condition. She frowned, her expression wary. Define choice, and what condition? Tarek bit back his smile. His little human was shrewd, but he had her right where he wanted her. Her concern for her fellow humans was the web he'd used to trap her. By choice, I mean they can accept or refuse a warrior's claim. That much was already written into law, not that she'd know that. Up to three times. If they refuse a third time, they will be sold to the pleasure houses to provide comfort for many. I would advise any female against that. If they have the choice, being a warrior's female is far preferable. From the shudder that ran through her, she appeared to agree. And the condition, you, my little moor cat, do not get that luxury. He held her gaze, sliding his hand into the hair at the nape of her neck. Bending his head, he whispered his lips over hers. You are mine. This has been Chapter 3 from Alien Lords Captive. Warriors of the Lathar, Book 1, written by Nina Carter. For more information on this book and the rest of the books in the series, please visit Mina's website www.minacarter.com. Thank you.